If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. podcast, 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 podcast. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hashtag This Notice Podcast. Make sure you check out last week's one. I was joined by my boy, Gunner and Ghost, a.k.a. Ed, from Teen Touchdowns, and we spoke about the TFL bailout. TFL's on the ropes, is about to collapse. So, Sadiq Khan had to strike a deal with the government to bail them out. We spoke about the contents of this deal, why it was heavily politicised, and some of the fallout, which is on impact to us Londoners or people who commute into London, regarding congestion charge and travel fares and certain people's free passes getting yacked, all that stuff and obviously some more COVID stuff and uh, herd immunity, conspiracy theory mini segment. So make sure you check that episode out. Please, if you listen to this, share it with your friends or drop. let me know what you think. Any comment, you could drop it the hashtag on Twitter or on Instagram. And yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend. Since we are still living in a COVID environment, this podcast is also going to be quite COVID heavy. And I'm going to discuss one of the major scandals of the week. Um, Dominic Cummins, a, the, pres- the president, you know, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson's chief um, advisory, he's, he's head aide, or his most important aide, should I say, getting caught up in a lockdown escapade. Um, the streets want him gone, but he's not having a single bar of it. I'm going to give you some wider coronavirus updates as well. So that's coming up right now. Unfortunately, thus far, 341,000 and more lives have been lost due to COVID-19. Wuhan in China, where many believe the virus originated, are now rumoured to be, well, have apparently been testing more than 1 million people a day or doing more than 1 million tests a day. I think they've done something like 11 million tests in the last 10 days. And I think yesterday they did a million tests, a million, a million point one tests the day before, a million point four. So they're really ramping up testing over there, <laughs> which kind of golfs um, what's happening here. For example, we tested about 110,000 yesterday. So that just shows the levels going on right now. Regarding Africa, according to the African Union Centre for Diseases, Diseases Control and Prevention, out of their 55 member states, they're estimating 103,279 people have tested positive for COVID with 300, with 3,185 deaths, unfortunately. But better news, 41,717 recoveries. So that's what's been going on in Africa. South Africa has further easier lockdown um, measures. Schools will begin to reopen regarding, so that's grades 7 and 12 in June. And also some sectors of the economy were allowed to be, allowed to start trading in. And if we look at what's going on closer to home, Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, is expected to announce that this week from August, businesses will pay at least 20% of wages of furlough staff. So this is a, move, a slightly different move. 
employee employers will begin to contribute as lockdown is eased further. This is reported from the Times. So obviously, like now lockdown's been eased further and people are now being encouraged to go back to work when they can. The need for furlough should start to um subside. Employers can also um take their furlough staff back part-time. And all employers using the coronavirus job retention scheme will be required to make payments even if they remain closed. So even if yeah, you're not open, nah, nah you, you might not want to have to start paying your way in that. Now, the main story of the day. The streets, the streets want um, Mr. Dominic Cummins, chief aide of, Pre- of Prime Minister Boris Johnson out of here. In fact, before that, I'll give you some of the the, the latest coronavirus update because I was watching it just before I started this pod. Um, Boris Johnson, he, t- of course, took the updates, the daily updates today. We haven't seen him for a few weeks. So <laughs> he had to come out to back his boy. So he came out quite vehemently back in um, Dominic Cummins. He said he spoke to him face-to-face today. He said that he travelled in travelled to find the right healthcare and had no other alternatives. He acted responsibly, he acted legally and with integrity. We're going to get onto that later. Boris also mentioned that almost 3.5 million tests have now been carried out. Um, 110,401 tests were carried out yesterday, which is Saturday. 259,559 people have now tested positive. With an, that's an increase of 2,409 people since yesterday. So on Saturday, 2,409 people tested positive for coronavirus. Um, 36,793 people have unfortunately died of a positive COVID test in this, in this country, which is really sad. And that's an increase of 118. Please note that the Saturday, Sunday, Monday figures tend to have a bit of a lag because the weekend reporting and you see like a really big, well, relatively big number on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday and Friday numbers kind of show the actual trend in the data. Also, I wanted to, I forgot to put this on my update the other day, but London is seeing a very slow um, COVID positive rate in terms of new people catching the virus. So the numbers in recent, in last week, you're seeing like less than 100 people a day testing positive for COVID. So that's, that's good news. Also, Boris believes when positioned to move from step two, from step one to step two of the government plan, which is opening schools, even though he did he did admit that not all schools may be ready by June the 1st. And this is very significant, and I'll tell you why this is very significant, because we're going to talk about Dominic Cummins first. So, regarding Mr. Cummins, as I said, he's the chief aide for Boris Johnson, so he's a very high-level Westminster official. Um, and this is how things started. On the 23rd of March, Boris said, everything lock off, yeah? Don't meet your family or your friends that you don't live with. If you have symptoms, self-isolate. Remember that video where he's like, if your friends ask to see you, say no. Like, that's what, um, that's what Boris said on the 23rd. On the 27th of March, Cummings is seen to leave number 10. On the 30th of March, number 10 says, Mr. Cummings is self-isolated with symptoms. His wife also had symptoms. On the 31st of March, police in Durham, which is 260 miles away from London, are made aware of reports that an individual who travelled from London 
to Durham is present is present at addressing the city. Police made contact with this address. On the twelfth of April, Cummins visited Barnard's Castle, thirty miles from his parents' house in Durham. Which is a bit strange if you're meant to be self-isolating. And even if lockdown, even if you're out of self-isolating period, you're not really be meant to be making those trips. What what are you doing there, thirty miles away from from your parents' house? On the fourteenth of April, he's photographed back at down the street. On the nineteenth of April, Cameras is spotted by a witness. And even there was even tweets. I think on the tenth of May, somebody saying, "What is Dominic Cummins doing in Durham?" So the streets are like, "Raw, is man going back and forth and that?" So Saturday, so that's yesterday as I'm recording this. He said to reporters outside his gaff, "Cool, they were just they pulled up and they pulled up a man. They were like, he was like, listen." Who cares about a physical look or not? It's a question about doing the right thing, not about what you guys think. He said, listen, I did the right thing. When I asked him, are you going to resign? He said, of course not. Like, fuck I look like. Anyway. So he did travel to Durham. So the issue is, is what he did Higgy, and if what he did is Higgy, that then puts... That then makes the government look funny in their lights. Like, how could you guys be devising these plans and saying all these things and the country's in the lockdown, people are not able to see friends, families, partners, people are not able to work, people are not able to go to the gym and have leisure, but it's all well and good for your staff to do that and they're not to be punished. Because remember, there's meant to be, you're meant to get fined and stuff like that. Um, if you're doing these type of things. So what's really, really ironic is that, um, for example, I was looking at it the other day, hold on, let me, let me dig it up. So if you look at, this is the big thing about the Cummins thing. First time that Cummins travelled to Durham out of fear for his children, yeah? The streets are saying that the, the children weren't even staying at his, um, at his parents' house. They're with him. So why would you, if this is the case, why would you travel 260 miles to allegedly drop your children off and self-isolate when your children are with you? And when they happen to travel up there, it just happened to coincide with his mother's birthday. Okay. And then when he traveled to Barnard Castle, 30 miles away from Durham, it also happened to coincide with his wife's birthday. So the man that I'm saying... What's going on here? And it's interesting because how it how this dropped was mad because when they when the street shop news on Saturday, loads and loads of um of the cabinet for Tories came out to defend him. So Rishi Sunak did, uh, Matt Hancock did. They all came out tweeting um, um, Twitter fingers. Cool. The press said, "Yeah, y'all sure? Cool. Wait me." Hit him with the Drizzy Drake back to back. Next day, boom, new article. Or the signal, um, later on the evening, new article. He went up there twice. So, obviously, at the moment, the Prime Minister and them are denying all this. They're saying he acted lawfully, everything was fine, da 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 da. But the streets are not having it because your story is wishy washy. Like underneath the lockdown rules, it doesn't say it doesn't say that you could drive hella hella far to find childcare. No, that's not under the rules. You definitely were 
potentially contagious because you knew wife had symptoms. So only God knows who they could have passed on a virus to, especially in that period. You were rumoured to have your child with you anyway. And you're rumoured to be there again and you're rumoured to be going on leisure trips during quarantine. So what does that say? If y'all, and I'm talking the government, are breaking lockdown rules, why on earth should the citizens of this country follow them? When the citizens of our country are following them, by and largely, when it's not even in their best interest in certain cases, where some people haven't seen their boyfriend or girlfriends in a long period of time, some people haven't seen their families in a long period of time. Like, that, it's outrageous. And the way he's like, nah, fam, man's not backing down. And I find it quite ironic or quite silly how Ben Mrs. came up to back him without knowing the full picture. Because now they look foolish. Now they look foolish. It'll be very interesting to see how this rides out. And why I said Boris announcing the move from stage one to stage two, and the stage two is like June the 1st, um, schools, schools are going to start to open and stuff like that, is that it, sh it will probably change the narrative from Dominic Cummins doing Higgy Hagar, basically the, 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 the number 10 is not really following the rules that they implemented across the country to, okay, okay, so we're now moving from step one to step two. Okay, this is progress. Oh, should we really be doing this? Are schools ready? All that type of stuff. And that, the trade unions and that aren't very happy with this. So it'll be very interesting to see how things go forth from here. So yeah, that's it for this week's pod, short and sweet. I'm not feeling at my very at my most optimal. So this is what I can give the streets. If you follow me on Instagram, which is at Dysonomics, or on Twitter at underscore nomics, I post daily updates from what the government says, make it short and sweet, cut through all the BS so you can catch up with the most recent coronavirus news. So make sure you do that. Make sure you share this podcast. And yeah, until next week, peace and blessings. Podcast Network.